It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. It's Wade and Ryan here. It's NFL in London podcast. We're back. We're back. I was away in Canada. Uh, Ryan, we've been busy. It's the summer. We, We got into some things, but now we know the NFL is really only about 58 days away to training camp. This is episode 200 of the podcast. So thank you so much, everyone, for for listening for us for 200 episodes. Um, Exciting. I mean, I think we're all, I mean, you've got a baby on the way. I've just returned from Canada. But we're we're lulling. We're lulling right now in the NFL. Uh, We watched the match. I don't know if you watched the match. That was fantastic. But now it's it's all getting ready. The the, the mandatory mini camps or um, mini camps are in. Well, how are you feeling about the NFL season, Ryan? I am very excited now because, well, the thing is, we, we, because there's no World Cup, right? We need something now. The, the summer is empty. USFL. Yeah. yeah. There's the USFL, which uh, is. So there you go. Yeah. So, as, as making my point even more clear, um, that there's nothing really going on. So, like, literally, I was, that's why the match was even like exciting for anything, because it was just like any sort of connection to the NFL, people. Uh- People would have like wait till it starts like once the fantasy talk starts happening. Yeah, now now uh, mandatory camps are getting in. You're gonna be people are just gonna be sharing, you know, um, like three second no context videos. Like, you know, yeah, like, no, we're getting in for it. I mean, uh, I like someone throws one into the dirt. And you're like inaccurate. Doesn't you know, matter. Still guy, doing it. What uh, a bad year this guy's gonna have because he threw one ball in the dirt at a random practice. Yeah, I know you do. So it's that season. It'll be that season, like when Tua underthrows someone. Then it always be, happens. Um, then it'll be literally. So it's just gonna be meme season, basically. We love meme season. Um, and again, the the hmm. NFL magazines were already out. I saw some of them in in Canada. They're already out in in the chapters in our bookstores. There, um, the people are ready for it. Uh, the match, what I loved about it, and I watched that whole thing. It was, it was airing on my birthday, actually, and I watched it. What I loved is how many times they hit the fans. And the fans <laughs> were just like, oh, yeah, this guy, I got a ball. I got a yeah, you know what? They, they were pretty ballsy to not realize that these guys are not good golfers. <laughs> like, I wouldn't sit anywhere near that these guys are swinging. Especially well, really in those format. Yeah, they used to do pro golfer with a, with a pro quarterback. And that way you, you'd make the crowd, you're going to get hit, but it's probably going to be a, <laughs> Now it's just everyone, just balls everywhere. Josh Allen was dry. There's one hole. All of them, all yeah, of them hit their balls into the crowd. Probably had to sign a waiver when you walked in. Oh yes, video. definitely. Yeah, like you if I get concussed. Josh Allen. But you know how many people would if I got knocked out by a ball from Tom Brady? It's like I got it. Uh, and there were funny balls because you know obviously Tom Brady had the the ones with uh, the pictures of the of the trophy on it, Super Bowl trophy. Yeah, and, and then Josh Allen had one of his draft photo. That yeah, was it was trash talk. It was best. It was good. We loved it. Uh, but then the news, it's all back to NFL news. Um, an, an interesting fact, too, out of the top 100 uh, um, television programs in America last year, 92 of them were the NFL. <laughs> that's crazy. That is just crazy in, insanity that that's how, that's how popular it is. But we know that's how popular it is. Everyone loves the NFL. Um, let's get in. Let's talk to Sean Watson. Yeah. 26 now. 26. That's the number of accusations uh, that he's got. Started at 23, and Cleveland's like, uh, please stop, please stop. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to keep going until we get more wins than you've had in the past 20 years. Yeah, um, it was, yeah, it came after that terrible New York Times article, uh, which basically just shows that, like, Deshaun Watson just uses Instagram like it's a sex uh, worker 
<laughs> Athlete, athletes use Instagram so like, like for sex. It, what? Yeah, no, but it's just like, like there's no way when you're talking like they said that it's like 66 in 17 months. Like this is going on, been probably going on for years. So the number is probably like you not even fathomable to normal people with a regular sex drive <laughs> to even fathom how many times this guy was probably going inside. Then the fact that like you know NDAs and then the Texans were like, did they know about it? They. It's just the whole thing. It's just got to, he's just got to go away. It's just like, dude, fix this shit that you have got clearly gotten yourself into. And when you got it settled or finished with, then we'll talk to you. But right now there's no way they can let him play. Well, it's Cleveland. Obviously they're, they're holding on to the ex-girlfriend as well. Not letting old Baker go. Just let me go, please. It's like an yeah, abusive about relationship. Like talk it about is. All right. It's very tough, obviously, with Watson and the things coming up. They've doubled down. They're basically saying, you know, we put all this money in it. It's not like you're going to get your money back. But it's not even that, right? They won't get their money back, which is screwed. <laughs> then they have no draft picks. And they'll probably be one of the worst teams in the league if they don't have a quarterback. So they're going to be giving away, like, three first overall picks in the next three years. Because Deshaun Watson can't. Because every month, another one just keeps coming. Because like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, this is a drip feed of, like, this isn't going to stop, dude, until you stop, like, you have to stop playing football right now and get this shit taken care of. Get well, I mean, let's be it. honest. Instagram and social media, it's not only athletes who use it, but the fans use it to, like, hey, let's hook up. And we can see that oh, in All-Star all star weekends, you know? We're here yeah. for All-Star weekend. Um, Listen, I don't, yeah, but when it's under the pretense of a massage, that's not true. Like, if he was texting people being like, hey, I'm Deshaun Watson, do you want to bang me? Yeah. Sure. And then she's like, yeah, all right. Like, that's fine. But I think the problem was, is that a lot of these people did not, were not under the pretense that, oh, hey, Deshaun Watson. Sure, they were probably like, that's awesome. Like, this will be great because you'll probably tip me. I got a sports massage. (laughs) I guess it's the same as like, hey, can I come to your, can I come to your kid's birthday party? It's like, why is he jerking off on the cake? Oh, that's right. what I do. I come to birthday. Dad, you should know that. No, I didn't so know that. I, I just don't think, like, I think this just gets worse and worse and worse. And the NFL's again, with the, everything that happened with Greg Rice and and Hardy and all the stuff, like, they, they just, I can't see any way he's playing this year. You don't think, you'll think zero uh, way? I think, they're, I think they're going to have to just put him on the, like, the exempt list. They'll just pay him. She could pay vacation. Yeah. Uh, and then just say, dude, sort your shit out. And you're, you're, you're now like, cause, cause this is just going to, it just hurts the NFL with every passing day, another one comes out. And then it's like, what do it's like, it's, they're in a terrible situation that they made their own. And, uh, especially with that major league baseball, giving two, two years to that one pitcher. Yeah. So setting that precedent. So if you go like eight games where Major League Baseball did two years, like that's not going to be a good look. It's not going to be. And obviously they're going to have to deal with it because, you know, you are going to have a lot of female fans that are going to be very upset as well. Uh, and just some fans of Cleveland in general. So you're right. There is going to have to be a pause sort of reset on this. I mean, nobody wants to bring him in with all had the allegations sort of disappeared. I think it would have been fine. The fact that they keep counting up, um, you know, like. That game in, in Price is Right, do, leo, 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 <laughs> until he falls off the cliff. Um, then you sort of go, oh god, that sort of sucks. Obviously, the Browns, you know, they they grab the hot potato too quickly for the oven. It's like, ooh, this would be a good potato. It's still too hot. 
Um, it's just like if, if you're a Browns fan, man, it's it's got to be rough because you're just sitting there. What is this season going to be? Because you just have no idea right now. You're either like going to be an amazing team with a chance for a Super Bowl or the worst team in. <laughs> Well, you know what? So far, there's a lot, a lot of te- a lot of pundits are predicting the Bears could actually be the worst. In- and it is like, and Deshaun Watson did say he can just play effectively with all this hanging over him for 17. Like he's out of his mind. This yeah. is like well, with every single press conference where he's getting asked about it again, and again. It's just like I don't know, man. If Cap can play, if Cap can play with all that stuff on his shoulder, that's what I mean. Like that's what they gotta get. They got they gotta send him away. They gotta send him away and say. Cap- Cap is still trying to make his comeback, um, which uh, obviously there's a lot of talk and, and everyone has to ask Michael Vick about it because he's the one who made a comeback after um, being let into the doghouse. Um, it's so long, though, for Kaepernick. I mean, it's just one of those stories you're like, really? Is like, you would think he just wants to revel in his mistake. Maybe he right just now. wants his like he wants his like Rudy moment, right? He just comes back and he gets that one play. Like, he comes in for one drive and then has a great... Touchdown. And then what the plays the rest of his gets, games like Cam gets, Newton? It's chaired off and then yeah. never plays again. Just making silly. But I think it's I listen, the Raiders gave him a tryout. I think that's great. I think yeah. again, I who's to say they're like I'd rather him than I'd rather him than probably Drew Drew Locke right now, or even a couple situations. So Sam Darnold's, I think yeah. I'd probably rather get Kaepernick a shot, but I don't know. We'll see if he plays. It's been it's been a long time. The, the other team, and I sort of, you know, obviously the big quarterback questions that hang over is the Carolina Panthers. Because they, you know, like, even with Sam Darnold, they were like, yeah, well, it was like having, acknowledging they had herpes, but not treating it and still going out and barebacking. They're like, yeah, we're still going to do what we do. You're like, oh, that's kind of reckless. Yeah, they're a bit of a mess right now. They just don't know what this team's going to be. Like, Matt Rule is supposed to come in here and get this whole team turned around with like and turned Sam Darnold because the Sam Darnold thing looked like it was a good move like yeah, yeah. he was with the Jets and Adam Gase so you're like oh, they've probably got again this is last chance last chance so we'll see how he plays I can't imagine it's going to be much different yeah Robbie Anderson the other day is like hmm. contemplating retirement oh yeah no Robbie uh, he did show up the, he did show up to training camp but yeah you know for a guy like that a speedster and you know obviously the offensive line played a lot of it their defense pulled them out a lot of games at the start of the season remember their defense was keeping them in uh even without Christian McCaffrey and again there comes that that big question too the the Christian McCaffrey question you know they were sort of sniffing around to see if anyone wanted to to, to take him on you start looking and go man if this guy's getting injured every year is it is it really worth it to have him bust out after three games well, especially when he's getting paid so much, and now you got this. Impo- Again, it's like the whole thing with with Dallas. When you pay your running back that much money, you really put yourself in a bad situation, especially when they don't play. But the good thing is, like he hasn't had like debilitating like knee injuries. They've mm-hmm. all been like quads or or something else. So he's not like he's coming off like a torn ACL like Saquon. So if he can just remain healthy. Like, there's no way he's not going to go back to being the normal Christian McCaffrey. Like he's too dominant when he's out there. Like th- those numbers he put up a couple of years ago were just yeah. unreal. Like what he did, he did like 900 yards receiving, like like 1100 running, like 20 touchdowns. It was monstrous. It does. It does make you wonder though. It's sustainability those kind of things, and it, it's impact. But as the years go on, the age goes on, then you have like a Derrick Henry who beasts last year. Um, is it is going to be that easy to keep up and, and keep up with those guys? Um, when we look at actually the big thing is, is LA Rams, uh, the champions, 
um, have now they made Cooper Cup gave him huge money. They gave Matt Stafford huge money, and they just made Aaron Donald the highest played defensive player in NFL history. Just like I, I, I watched a little video that kind of explained what you that the ways you can get away with the cap, and it's really just it just benefits like cash heavy teams. Yeah, like teams who have access to cash can then give these like kind of um basically like contactless they just tap it into their account 47 million beep and uh that's pretty much what Les Snead's been able to do so even though I think you know in three to four years they probably only be able to have one player on their team because they'll have so much dead cap space yeah but for now like yeah like how could you not pay Aaron Donald like look at his look at his CV look at his Mm -hmm. resume and guys like seven time all pro in eight years like it's just and then have that game-winning play at the Super Bowl like yeah what are you gonna say no let him walk away there's no way so and then Cooper Cup actually did them a favor and didn't didn't say like I want to be the highest paid receiver because I think he Cooper Cups. Cooper Cup just seems like he's just like, I just want to keep winning and be good. Yeah, yeah. no, he does seem a more longevity player. I don't want to get traded to some crappy team because I asked for too much money. No, exactly. Like going to the Dolphins or something like that. It is, it's just an interesting thing. You know, you've got Matt Stafford who did struggle in the, in the past with his shoulder. Uh, and you sort of go, that was something that's been going on for a year and a half. They were able to make it not just definitively as they did at the start of the season, but can you repeat? And that's going to be that, that repetition. Can you repeat? Because Again, we look at at them. You know, obviously, going to be very challenging. You got to keep you got to keep up. Uh, you know, and everyone's gunning for you. Well, the NF, the only good thing is that the NFC, all everyone got traded out of it. So the NFC is quite weak now, where they were in this like really tough to like a couple of years ago. That was seen as like the hardest division in football, and now it's maybe one of the weakest, potentially depending on who how good Trey Lance is. But um, you know, like you got. Like, I don't think Arizona got much better this year than they were last year, and they did not end well. I, San Francisco is definitely not going to be that much better unless Trey Lance does this incredible jump. And the fact that they haven't traded Jimmy G makes yeah. me think that they're not that confident right now. And then you have Seattle, who's going to be one of the worst teams in football. Yeah, so, I mean, they went from, quickly. It can go. It can go. Yeah, last year they were fed it. Everyone was you know, talking about how this would be the toughest division. Now, you look at the Arizona Cardinals. They did start very strong. You know, they were one of the tough, toughest teams in football to begin with. But again, as you say, those things can fall apart. Um, when you look at, you know, the Packers, uh, obviously, so they've just restructured for Alan Lazard. Um, but I mean, you know, they got them and, any, and they're very excited about that. But still, there's a lot of gaps in that team and a lot of money. I mean, they've got 17 million in cap space, but people forget with cap space, you still got to pay your practice squad. You know, there's still guys that you've signed that you haven't paid yet. Um, and there's a lot of wiggle room that needs to go on throughout the season. So having that amount, when they, even with the Lazard restructure, they're still going to have, they'll be down to like 2 million, a million and a half, yeah. which isn't a lot. True. That is true. As the season goes on. I mean, you know, it, it's, you've got a lot of guys now too, with the, the payments going out, all the money, guys that are not reporting, you know, like guys like Terry McLaurin for the commanders. Uh, it's just weird to say that commanders, the Washington commanders still, still getting used to that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, again, he's seeing like, he saw AJ Brown get paid again, when these guys see they're getting paid and he's been doing it with like really substandard uh, quarterback play. Exactly. You, where at least with, you know, um, AJ Brown, they had, you know, Derek Henry and Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball. Like who's, who's he had? Did it fits for a game? He's had, um, 
Tyler Heineke for almost yeah Heineke like, and even before that it was it was bad so yeah and he's been consistently good so I think again they they don't really have any choice he's like their only weapon really offensively he's um, a speedster and he should and obviously he should get paid because of what Heineke was able to do with the guy uh, you know they were able he was able to he's definitive when he when he gets when yeah he gets so I think he will get paid uh, I think Debo think again Debo showed up at camp even though all throughout the preseason it was um off season sorry yeah it was, he just wants he wants out i'm done i'm done and now it's just like like he, i think they they were just like dude we'll pay you all right we'll just come back yeah no well and i mean that's we'll also run you into the ground hopefully yeah we don't want to kill you um kyler murray obviously so he's reported back to the mini camp uh fifth year uh sort of 2023 this is sort of you know for the extra year on his rookie um he's looking for a deal but obviously you know the the Cardinals are obviously looking for results too, because uh, you know, you're getting so close. Is it going to be that close and so far every year, you know, is this going to be something where you build a team around it and he's just not the answer to it. Um, yeah. It's the, the whole thing. I think what's going on with like, the contracts with him and like Lamar and stuff like that. I think it's like no GM wants to give out the next quarterback contract after that Deshaun Watson one. Yeah. Right. Because that puts you in such a bad, like, like, is that, is that now the, the, like the floor that you start with if you're like elite and considered like one of the best, which Kyler Murray clearly considers himself. Yeah. Um, But, and I think like, just like with Lamar and it just, it makes me wonder, it's just like, they don't know what to do to these GMs. They're like, maybe they're just hoping like that, that he'll go away and that the, the void the contract and then it, they would just start over. All right, we're not going to do that silly shit because there is some language where they can maybe avoid it. But I think, yeah, if I'm, if I'm like Arizona GM, I don't want to give Kyler 250 million guaranteed. No. And you know, we haven't even talked that's about probably Lam- what you're looking at. And you look at uh, Lamar Jackson, who does own this city, uh, but is it going to be ones for Baltimore? You know, they haven't seen a lot out of it. There's a lot of up and downs with his contract as well. So yeah, well, there's talk like again, you don't really know. Like he again, Baltimore's like saying, Yeah, we're ready to talk. And Lamar's like, Yeah, we'll talk later. So it's like you kind of wonder, is Lamar just maybe just being like, Maybe I don't want to play in Baltimore? Yeah. Maybe, Uh, maybe he wants to play somewhere else, wants to go to a bigger, a bigger somewhere in the sunshine. Maybe, um, yeah, he's from Florida. Maybe everyone's just waiting to see Tua fail, I think. So they yeah. get jump in line for that job. I, it was what it kind of seems like. Well, I mean, there was talk also that it wasn't, I can't remember who I saw, but they're basically, the, a lot of the former players were pointing the blame at Baltimore's offensive coordinator and basically say it's not Harbaugh. It's the guy playing the, playing Greg the ball. Greg and Roman. they're basically, he, nobody likes him and nobody, and he calls the stupidest plays and that's why everyone wants to leave. He's like, why do you think, they burn through two wide receivers, good ones every year. Yeah. It's like, because they don't, and you, and you start thinking it's like, yeah, they don't have any good wide receivers because if, if you got the offensive coordinators calling these bad plays, why do you want to stick with that? You know? No, that's true. It makes sense. Like, again, yeah, that, I think that's always been one of their um, knocks against them is that they're just not, they're not as innovative. Like Lamar does his Lamar magic, but yeah, you never like that. It's almost like Lamar makes it happen himself. You never like, oh, what a game plan. Yeah, no, it wasn't because, it, and, and they're work calling plays, they're not calling a lot of plays designed for his makeup. You know, it seems like traditional play calling a lot. People are like, oh, you know, Jim Harbaugh or Harbaugh were good with uh, Lamar. 
and you start seeing it, it's like, but why aren't they doing spread patterns? Why aren't they, why aren't they doing options that really work to his advantage? Having him and having like a Debo Samuel that you can have someone on the run, that you can have two of them, that you can use that sort of same almost West Coast offense and East Coast style, and they haven't been doing it. Yeah, and then, and then they traded their only deep threat, so we'll see what they're going to do. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think, I think Lamar is going to – it's going to be – it's going to be a real fascinating storyline to watch him. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the drama – you got uh, Noah Fant, who got traded, obviously, to Seattle – uh he's he was bitter about that because he made a big impact in denver he's and he's like bitter he's like i'm gonna show them i'm gonna show denver what they missed yeah um, yeah unfortunately that's, that's not gonna be up to him it's gonna be up to drew lock or geno smith yeah geno so, smith who looks like he's, he just he's knows like oh man I, I, again yeah so he's going with drew lock so he knows drew lock so um yeah i think he wanted to just play with russell wilson and get his numbers up yeah probably russell wilson's never really had a great tight end uh What's the saying? Uh, Will diss it, and then there was yeah, the other guy. Never really had a great tight end. Yeah, Jimmy Graham. Didn't he play with Jimmy Graham at one point? Yeah, I think for a little bit. Yeah, I think he played for a bit with Jimmy Graham. Yeah, so when he had Jimmy Graham, probably played well. Um, the other big thing, uh, you know, Philadelphia. Everyone's talking about Philly in the offseason. Now they did a great offseason, you know. Uh, and and you, what's going on with Jalen Hurts? He's looking jacked. But the big news was that their wide receiver, wide receiver that they've got, they just signed. Uh, his name is Devin Allen. He played in Oregon like 2014, 2016, didn't really play in the NFL, but he just came, he said the third fastest time ever for the 110 meter hurdles. Oh, yeah. They picked him up in the off season. Very fast. You know, he was quick enough, very fast in it, but again, comes down to that. Okay. You picked up a track star. Yeah. Well, they tried to like Marquise Goodwin was one a couple of years ago. Yeah. He's it. I would say Marquise Goodwin for like being just a track star to have had actually like a decent career considering like, probably didn't play much football but like had a couple decent seasons i think with san fran he played with yeah. buffalo wasn't really like had his moments had a couple good games that's what i mean just to have that and just to stick around because of that speed it's so enticing um and if you can find again the nfl is just getting better with trickery and the jet sweeps. Sure. If you can use someone like that and just get them into space well i mean that was when people the nfl in every sport was desperate to get usain bolt uh to play and then obviously to try out Thing is, you actually have to be able to catch a ball. Got to be out of game speed, though. It's not just about yeah. speed. Game well, it's the other thing, which, you know, when I played you know, played sports, too, we'd have guys that were fast, but they hated getting hit, which yeah. is a big thing. Because, <laughs> you know, we'd have a guy who was very fast who tried on our team, and he would just throw the ball away and go to get hit. He's just like, okay, you just say, ah, and you throw it away. You're like, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Don't throw the ball away when you're about to get hit. Um, not good for football. No. Uh, not good for football. Now it's emerging, obviously, the whole Miami deal that we were talking about, uh, the Sean Payton deal, uh, the whole massive deal they were looking at, $100 million over five years. Because uh, originally Gruden was $100 million <laughs> over 10 years. $100 million over five years. Yeah. And they would have brought in Tom Brady. Uh, and then Brian Flores had to go and screw the whole thing up by calling a race card, which was it. apt to call it. But uh, Miami, that the Miami dream seemed to implode after that. Um you know, and he probably got this, he probably got a sniff. I bet he got the sniff of, oh, they're going to bring in Sean Payton and Tom Brady and get rid of me. Well, I'll blow this up. Yeah, it just makes you kind of wonder, like even with like how much like we, you question how much they believe in in um, Tua because they literally tried to trade for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and now it's like you hear this about Sean Payton, so it's like even Mike McDaniel's is like, all right, I guess we'll take this guy. Like again, it just feels like there's no faith. It no, is, and even Mike McDaniel's comes off as like this kind of nerdy um, 
bookworm kind of coach and it's just it's so like jarring he just doesn't seem like the guy who's just gonna like command the locker room because he's just so like soft-spoken kind of with just he's kind of perfect for Tua but yeah. it makes me think is like does the Miami even believe or could this be like if Tua because they got a really tough schedule to start it off if they start out like 0-4 or 0-5 has a bad year do they just one and done this coach and say hey Sean Payton come back but I guess uh, it depends on how much Sean Payton likes so I think He's working in the booth this year, right? Yeah, well, he's, he's doing some work. It's Jason Garrett in the booth. I mean, he's, uh, I think Sean Payton's probably doing no, some No, I think he's like an analyst. I he's think probably doing some analyst stuff as yeah, well, yeah, yeah to, to bide the time. Yeah, but like that's what people said about Bill Cowher, and he never really came back. No, and I mean, you know, uh, obviously uh, Drew Brees didn't work out in the booth. Um, so you wonder, you know, how, if Sean Payton is, because obviously he's got, he likes the acting thing. I think that this probably would have been the big story for him. It's like, oh, he did his movie, his Netflix movie, which is horrible. And then he's also now signed in with Tom Brady, and this would have been a big thing. Obviously, now for Tom, he's like, ah, it's not, but I was always a Bucks guy. It probably would have been something big, but now it just, it's sort of the legacy of it all now. It sort of all fell apart. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so it basically, it, it, this is almost like, because Miami still does have like two first rounders next year. They're in a really strong spot where yeah. that they can move on for two and really not have to like, cripple their uh cripple their franchise with pick plus you've got you get got some good wide receivers in that team you know you've got so you've got a stacked team they imagine you added like lamar jackson to that team that that would be crazy that would be crazy someone who can throw someone who can run someone who's bigger someone who's taller than five foot eight um would work Uh, another big news obviously is the denver broncos denver broncos got bought um now the rich he's now the richest owner uh because he's a walton family uh, bought it for $4.65 billion, billion with the B. That is the largest amount ever paid for for a North American sports team. Um, so we know the guy. So it's Rob Walton, right? His sister is married to Stan Kroenke. He paid $4 billion for a football team and $44 billion for Twitter. I'll tell you what I'd rather have. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather have the Denver Broncos. And oh, my definitely. Extra, my extra $40 billion. Well, the, here's the interesting thing about this family, though, right? It's the Walmart heirs. So he's the oldest of the Walmart heirs. So all the all the Walmart heirs, they got like 50 billion on them, it seems like, each one of the kids. So he's got that. There, His sister is married to Stan Kroenke, who owns the Rams and owns Arsenal. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So then also, the other guy who's the other person who's worked with them is Melanie Hobson. She's married to George Lucas. She's also one of the owners. So you have this whole team that now you start looking at it and it's like, you know, obviously him being really rich, but George Lucas involved, the Kronike family, it's just all sort of cluster screw uh, of everyone, all the billionaires. Yeah. Is it going to help anyone? I mean, obviously I wanted to buy well, help Russell Wilson because he's going to want a contract now. He sees all this extra new money coming in. They're going to want to make a splash, see how he goes. But again, it's going to be, and then Russell like was, once he got paid in Seattle is when his team stopped being as competitive as it used to be. So if he yeah, gets another get... big contract, it might not be, it might be in the same situation, but in a way harder division. You have to get that. You have to get those contracts going to get that money flowing, but uh, interesting for the Broncos. Good for them. Uh, and when, when they come over to England this year, uh, hopefully he'll be able to bring some Walmart gift cards or ASDA as we Asda. call it over here, bring some stuff. Uh, it is USFL uh, penultimate week as well. So if anyone's watching that they're in week nine, Birmingham Stallions, Stallions are 8-0. And, and uh, New Jersey Generals, who Donald Trump used to own, are 7-1. Um, um, maybe yeah. I'll watch the final. 
You should watch it. Uh, the other thing is, too, preseason they've announced. So the preseason starts 58 days, folks. Uh, August 11th, Thursday, August 11th, there are 22 preseason games, including the Bears versus the Chiefs on the Saturday on the 12th. All 22 games, we know what happens after the 22 games are done. It's NFL season. So uh, Ryan and I will be amping up our podcast yes. in terms of all the excitement that goes on with that. We'll be doing lots of extra pools and stuff is what we're looking at doing this year. But folks, thanks for listening to this podcast. Thanks for our 200th episode. We'll be back Woo. with more of them. Thanks for listening.